0: Welcome to Amazingly Deep Thoughts. Hello, friends. I am your host, Melissa Schwoer, a Bible-believing biblical counselor. This podcast is here to help all women keep on faithfully pleasing the Lord, to help the hurting heal, and to answer your specific Bible or counseling questions. So let's get into today's topic. Facts versus the Bible. That is what this is video series, this podcast series, is about. The first one talked about the difference between facts and truth and in a time where people are redefining words, that's important to understand where that verbiage is coming from and how you can think critically on this topic. The second compares scripture, you know, compares creation and evolution with the first and second laws of thermodynamics because if there's anything that's a fact, it is a law of science. Not a theory, but a law. The third video examined the Bible as a historical ancient piece of literature and see if there's any verification of its claims. And there are, and it's exciting. But in this one, this is one of my favorite topics, the archeological evidence of scripture. Because, you know, we can see that even now, when somebody wants to hide truth or rewrite history, they just tear things down. They tear down statues. They tear down evidence. (laughs) But God is sovereign. And there's some prime evidence that archaeologists, they uncover. And you look at it and you think, wow, that is pretty significant when it comes to comparing it with Scripture and Scripture's validity. The first thing I want to talk about, and I do discuss these in my book, The Amazingly Deep Roots, and this is a six-month day-to-day devotional. And in the last section of it, I talk about why can we trust the Bible. And I cover this archaeological evidence, and I give sources. But the first one I want to talk about is the Ebla Kingdom. The Ebla Kingdom is exciting because archaeologists, archaeologists in 1968, they uncovered the Ebla Kingdom tablets dated back to 2300 to 2250 BC, which is around the time of the flood. It was just a little bit after the flood. And on that tablet, it says, That there it lists the five cities of the plains in the exact order of Sodom, Gomorrah, Adma, Zoboam, and Zoar. That order is listed on this tablet dated 2300. Moses wasn't until about 1100 years later in 1450 BC. Now, Moses wrote the first five books of the Bible. But how would no, Mo, Moses know about creation? How would Moses know what happened before the flood? How would Moses know the details of the life of Abraham? How would Moses know about the archaeology and the contemporary cities of that time? How would Moses know if not for God? The thing is, he did write that bo- the, his books of the Bible 1,100 years after the Ebla kingdom tablets were created. And in Genesis chapter 14, verse 2, when Moses is writing about Abraham, Moses writes, and it came to the pass in the days of a whole bunch of kings in verse 1. We're going to move to verse 2. That these made war with Bera, king of Sodom, With Bersha, king of Gomorrah, Shinhab, king of Admah, and Shemabur, king of Zeboam, and the king of Bela, which is Zoar. He lists the five cities of the plains and that people went to war with them. And he lists them in the same exact order. Sodom, Gomorrah, Admah, Zeboam, and Bela, which is Zoar. And so he lists Zoar. How did he know that? It was it was a long time ago if somebody wrote the bible after christ's death and burial and resurrection how would anybody know that it wasn't until 1968 when archaeologists uncovered them hmm moving on the walls of jericho falling Outward. In case you don't know what the walls of Jericho are, it's a story story where Joshua goes to Jericho, the promised land, after 40 years in the wilderness, and God says, do not go and try to conquer them. I want you to walk around the city quietly for seven days, go around it one lap each day, and on the seventh day, walk seven times, and then I want you to shout, and I will give you the victory. That doesn't seem like an excellent plan, but that's what god said well during the excavations of jericho in 1930 to 1936 garstang found something so startling that a statement of what he found was prepared and signed by himself and two other members of the team in reference to these findings, garstang says as to the main fact then this is his quote there remains no doubt the walls fell outward so completely that the attackers would be able to clamber up and over the ruins into the city. Why so unusual? Because the walls of cities do not fall outwards. They fall inwards. And yet in Joshua 6, 20, we read, "The The wall fell down flat, so that the people went up into the city, and every man straight before him, and they took the city. The walls were made to fall outward. Only God can do that and then it was preserved. And then from an aerial viewpoint, you can take those pictures and you see it fell outward. People can't make that stuff up. You can't just cause city walls to fall outward and then write about it after they've been buried and burned. It was uncovered in 1930 to 1936. Third, the third thing. This one is exciting. King David is a historical figure from Scripture. But if you don't have anything outside of Scripture to prove that he is in existence, he could just be a fairy tale. Much like Jesus could be a fairy tale, but we saw in the last video that there is historical evidence of his life. But do we have any historical evidence of King David? Well, in 1993, the... Archaeologist Avrahan Biram found an inscription on a 9th century BC stone and they call it the Tel Dan Stella Fragment. I'm going to read about that quickly. I know I'm reading a little bit because sources matter. Who cares what my opinion is? Let's go to the original evidence. The inscription, it it mentions an Armenian king who defeats the king of Israel as well as the king of the house of David. So the fact that he mentions the house of David signifies that he was alive and that there was a king of Israel. So the fact that he says the king of Israel and the house of David shows that divided kingdom that there was a king of Israel, and then David's line when it was split after Solomon. The fact that any secular king who not only mentioned the house of David, but also both the king of Israel and the king of Judah went to battle together is pretty significant. And that is verifiable according to scripture. And there it was in those fragments. So, and then again, we have the empty tomb, which is archaeological evidence of the life of Christ that confirms scripture. My question always is, do you, want, did you, do you really want truth? Because facts are little pieces of a puzzle that point to truth. If you have so many pieces of a puzzle and they are all building a picture that point to something, that cause some clarity. Why do you deny that if you're honestly seeking to know truth? But if you just do not want to believe something, then you just ignore those pieces of the puzzle. But to say that the Bible, I saw somebody rant on a comment and somebody saying the Bible has no factual evidence to support it. It's a fairy tale. This is just the ramblings of of mad people who just cling to a faith. And I would say that that person is dishonest and hasn't taken the time to truly look at the facts that support scripture. So thus far there is, I would like to see some evidence to support some other holy book in this way or even to support the ideology of evolution, for that matter. Um, There's far more facts to support scripture so far than any other theory that I've heard or any other holy book that is out there. So moving on, we're going to have, I'm going to talk about more science in the next ones. I'll record those. Those will probably, I think, come out in December. So they're going to talk about DNA and the origins of life, And irreducible complexity so many exciting words but they are important um, and geological and the fossil evidence that supports the flood because people say that it's not there but again that's a falsehood so i hope to see you then i guess i won't see you but you'll see me or hear me okay that's all talk to you later